Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, um, once again, I just want to make my position clear that despite the fact that this second time with COVID was pretty rough, um, I would never, ever support locking people in their home. I would never, ever support making people get a certain treatment that um, they do not want to voluntarily take, um, especially when the data is abundantly clear that for some people that this is harming them. Um, I would never be in favor of telling people that they can't go to work because of the air and a cold. Um, we were completely gaslit, and the people who were responsible for making policy over the last three years have got it all completely wrong. And I'm no expert, but um, I remember posting a Facebook status in March of 2020 and saying that I'm not scared of the coronavirus. I'm still not scared of the coronavirus. Um, bring it on. I'll do it again. Um, humanity has overcome many, 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 many more difficult things than a cold. Um, if you guys are really that terrified of it, then um, just hide in your house and wait to die. I'm not trying to be rude but um you know the world is a beautiful place um life is the greatest gift that we are given and um to shy away from the adventure that's been given to you and the opportunities that lay before you um it, it's it's sad it's in my mind absolutely insane what is up everybody my name is kyle matovic i am the host of the in liberty and health podcast where we talk all things liberty health and wellness and beyond. My hope is to encourage and spread the message of liberty and physical and mental well-being. I hope you enjoy all the topics we talk about with our guests. We're on all major streaming platforms, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Man, I'm doing as good as anyone can do getting buried by his 13-year-old son on leg day. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for not being on this podcast because I got to go see Metallica. So if that's a problem, kiss my ass. Okay? I am. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. What is going on today? Um, I've had some trouble with uh, some guest scheduling recently, and it's not a big deal. Just, uh, you know, life kind of happens. I had... Um, COVID-19 last week. So um, I kind of wanted to talk about that today and my experiences with having COVID now two times. Um, I had it once in late March, early April of 2021. And then I literally just had it last week. I'm recording this February 7th. So um, pretty much end of January, early February is when I had it. And um, because everybody's still such a hypochondriac about a cold, <laughs> I had to take a week off of work. And once again, this was not a voluntary thing. This was just, you're going to do this because this is what your doctor said, which I think is just absolutely ridiculous. So um, as everybody knows, in late 2019, early 2020, the whole world had a change and I've enjoyed talking about it a lot on this show because um, I think it's really interesting to hear people's perceptions of their realities and where they were exactly when this huge shift changed. And a lot of people um, 
you know, really just changed the way they looked at the world. And I've always found that very, very fascinating that um, such an event could just trigger so many things. And once again, just really change the way that we look at reality as we know it. And I really think COVID was one of those things that did that. So um, I know everybody's probably sick of hearing about it and sick of talking about it, but um, I do think it's pretty fascinating to talk about nonetheless. So um, I'm not vaccinated, never was, uh, more than likely never will be unless, uh, no, I can't really think of any reason why that would change. Uh, my wife and I had looked into it and both determined that our risk was so that there was no real reason for us to go out and get it. Um, and we both had recovered about a couple of months after the vaccine was available from it. So, um, I mean, by then it was pretty clear for most of the data that was like trickling in from Israel. And I think even some of the European countries, that there was no real reason to get worked up and get vaccinated after having, um, the cold and in- initially. So, um, Hopefully YouTube doesn't give me a strike for that because I'm dissenting from the world health organization, but we'll just kind of see what happens. So, um, I want to tell everybody kind of where I think I got it from, but I can't say for sure. So um, there was this show that my band played. It was literally in like a old high school, I want to say. And they had this huge auditorium. And I was playing in two bands at the time, my band, A Common Crown, and then also a uh, band where we just did like mostly covers with like a two originals called I Just Play Nasty. So um, I, I had two sets that night. So first we went up is Just Play Nasty. And uh, everybody seemed fine, as far as I could tell. And then uh, Common Crown, I think, played last. And it was a pretty cool show. I had a good time. I think if you actually look up uh, a Common Crown live or just playing Nasty Live, you'll probably be able to see the videos. And it's in, I want to say, March of 2021. So um, we played. And then, like, throughout the week, I remember getting some messages from people saying, hey, uh, we we got COVID. So uh, just be aware that, you know, if, if you catch it, the more than likely you caught it there. So um, I really didn't think anything of it at the time. And um, I remember one of my coworkers, who's just one of the funniest people I ever knew in my life at the time, because I know they were at this job. Um, he said he felt a little rough throughout that week. And then he came in, I want to say like that Friday and said that he had no taste or smell <laughs> and everybody freaked out and sprayed his stole down with Lysol and uh, had told him to go home because he had COVID. So um, I was beginning to feel, if I recall correctly, just like a little under the weather, not like bad or sick, just kind of like I didn't sleep well, wasn't recovered enough for my workouts, but um nothing like no red flags went off in my mind i just figured okay well whatever this is will surely pass so uh go on throughout the weekend i kind of had that same feeling all throughout the weekend and then come monday i remember waking up and uh for uh all my coffee drinkers out there i drink dark roast coffee well what do you know about dark roast coffee dark roast coffee kind of kicks you in the throat and it uh, has a very very um, bold taste to it, which is what I like about it. So um, at the time I was doing the carnivore diet and I was drinking my black coffee first thing in the morning. And uh, I remember drinking it and something just didn't quite seem right. So I, I didn't think twice about it. I went downstairs, took a shower, came back upstairs and a uh, butcher box has this pork belly bacon that is just like fantastic. It's like this real peppery spicy almost kind of taste to it and then i also made steak and eggs so i remember trying a piece of the bacon and not being able to taste it but i i I felt perfectly fine like i felt normal so um i I took a bite and i couldn't taste it like well 
what the hell's going on here? <laughs> so I sit down. I think I had a New York strip, uh, four eggs scrambled, and some bacon. And I couldn't taste any of it. So I'm like, well, this is really, really weird. So I come upstairs and I sit on the bed. My wife's getting up. Well, girlfriend at the time, not wife, um, was sitting on the bed and getting ready to go to work that day. So I sit down on the bed and I look around. I'm like, well, <laughs> I got COVID. And uh, she's like, what? I said, yeah, I, I can't taste or smell anything. And we ultimately made the decision that we were just going to go on life as normal. I mean, this was two years ago. So, I mean, it was still kind of the height of everything and people were still freaking out. This was March, 2021. And all my coworkers at the time had either had it or had been vaccinated. And at the time there wasn't enough data available to let us know that the treatments hadn't quite worked as they were promised. So I was under the impression that they were fully immune um, and then obviously we knew that people who had natural immunity and had it and got over it were obviously, um, relatively safe, right? Like the, the likelihood that you were going to get it again within a few months is pretty low. So, um, we just went to work as normal and nobody had got sick from me. Um, nobody even knew I had it because I didn't really have any symptoms. I was a little bit plugged up and, uh, people said I looked flushed, but, um, just didn't really feel bad at all. I mean, I still worked out and everything. I mean, at the time, I think I was doing the X3 bar, which is just, you know, I if, check out my video for the X3 bar workout where I review that. Um, and for anybody looking for like a nice home gym system, I actually do recommend getting that just because it's a nice tool to have around the house. So um, yeah, I still worked out and everything still felt perfectly fine. And one of the main reasons why I did not want to take a week off that specific week is because my band was going out to uh, Columbus, Ohio to play actually a pretty big show that was really cool. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed that show. I think it was sold out. And um, yeah, I just wasn't going to bring the whole house of cards down because there was no reason to and I couldn't afford to take a week off. So, um, you know, let it let it rock. <laughs> so um, nobody got sick. And then eventually people found out. Um, I think I, after I quit that job and they were like, oh, you were here with COVID. I was like, yeah, <laughs> guess what? Nobody knew. So who cares? Um, real quick story. I think I told this when I peaked Quinones on the first time, but um, I couldn't taste or smell anything at all. And I actually had a, a Yukon with a water leak in. And I was, um, what we do with water leaks that are bad enough, that smell of mold and everything that gets in the carpet when they get completely soaked, um, that actually kind of gets into the metal so when it gets into the metal obviously you're not really be able to get it out unless you take off all like the sound dampening which is just kind of like this stuff that's put on top of the metal you'd have to take all that off and then that doesn't even always fix it so what um we do typically is we get clear coat like the uh stuff that goes over the paint on your car and then we use that clear coat to cement that smell down into the vehicle rather than have it stay up in the air so um i couldn't smell anything and i had all the doors open on this yukon all the carpet out and i'm spraying clear coat in there and i remember just seeing people start trickling up from their stalls looking at me <laughs> they're like dude what the fuck are you doing and i couldn't smell anything so i was like all right well sorry i'll put it outside so um put the vehicle outside finished spraying the clear coat and i couldn't smell it but i remember like gagging because i had sprayed so much and uh when the lady came to pick up her car this is when everybody was still kind of saying that they were just marking down all sorts of deaths as covid like people would get hit by a truck or something like that and say they died from covid um <laughs> 
the customer came to pick up her vehicle after it was all done. We had the carpet there and everything. And I put it back in and got the vehicle up to detail and had it all nice and ready for this customer to take. Cause it was a brand new Yukon. I mean, I don't even think it had like 5,000 miles on it. And one of the sunroof drains had kind of came loose or wasn't fully clipped in. So it just poured water. And anyways, um, lady came to pick up her vehicle and she said, <laughs> And it smelled like chemicals so bad that uh, on her death certificate, it is going to say that she died from Yukon, not that she died from COVID. So um, I just thought that was really, really funny. And um, once again, they never knew that I had COVID at the time because I just didn't tell anybody. So uh, that was the last time I was actually sick until this most recent time with COVID. Now, before the first time I had COVID in March, April of 2021, I had a wicked stomach bug in January of 2021. And I thought I had COVID then. Um, I went and I got tested. This is when they would jam the fucking thing way up in your nose. And that, that really sucked. But uh, thankfully, I tested negative. And um, I just had this wicked stomach bug. And I was literally sleeping on a pee pad because I would shit myself while I sleep. And it was just absolutely horrendous. It was like two nights of that. And just this wrenching gut pain all the freaking time. So um, honestly, I would go through COVID the first time, like six times over, then ever have to put up with that again. And then COVID like this time, probably like two or three times over rather than go through that stomach bug again. I mean, that was like the sickest I think I've ever been in my entire life. It was so freaking bad. So um, fast forward to about two weeks ago, I'm at my in-law's house and we're playing card games, just having a good time. And we were drinking and I, it was just a good time. So, um, I just started getting like a little bit cold. And so I figured, okay, well, I'll just put my hoodie on. So that way, you know, I'm not as cold. So I kept getting like colder and colder and colder and colder. And I just was freezing my ass off and I started feeling like shit. And I went upstairs and had diarrhea, came back downstairs and they're like, wow, you don't look too good. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't feel too good either. And, uh, you know, kind of hung out there for a little bit. And then we drove home. Um, my wife had uh, not like too much to drink, but more than she normally drinks. She's having a good time. And normally I'm the one that likes to go balls of the walls with the alcohol. So uh, I drank a little bit, but not too, too much. But she ended up driving home because I was like, so just out of it. I was freezing my ass off. And this was a Saturday night. So this is two Saturdays ago. And I woke up and um why well, once we got home i went straight to bed and then woke up in the morning and i felt pretty much back to normal um still like a little bit off but not too too bad so i went and i worked out and like my workout wasn't quite as like intense i didn't feel quite as into it as i normally do even though i drank my pre-workout and everything excuse me um so uh, that Sunday was a little iffy. And then throughout the week, I just was a little plugged up and I thought I was like, I don't know, maybe I'm getting a sinus infection or something like that. No big deal. So, uh, come Friday, I was going to go to med express, but they required masks there. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not feeling like wearing a mask today. So I'm just not going to do that. So throughout the week, I was feeling a little iffy, but just didn't quite think anything of it. And then Saturday, kind of got the chills again. Not as bad, but definitely got the chills. Uh, come that Sunday, I felt really rough by the end of the day. So um, I woke up in the morning Monday, and I had this severe pressure in my ears, and I like couldn't hear almost. 
and I mean, I already can't really hear because live music, loud music, uh, working in a shop now for 10 years. Uh, my hearing is definitely mildly impaired. So, uh, I decided, all right, well, I'm going to text my boss and tell him, Hey, I'm going to go to urgent care just to kind of see if they give me something to help me out and I'll be in the work. So I go there, they maybe put on a stupid fucking mask and I'm waiting and they call me back and they do all the tests. And it was kind of funny when the lady was like checking me in, I, I had to keep asking her what, because I still had pressure in my ears. So, um, at the time I thought, um, the day before I had a sinus infection, but I thought the sinus infection had kind of like drained out and worked its way into my ears when I would lay down. Cause I remember I, I like couldn't sleep with my mouth closed because I normally breathe through my nose, but I was so congested. I just couldn't do that. So I had to breathe through my mouth and, uh, What's up, everybody? Um, we're going to take a quick break and tell you about the show's sponsors. Um, we are brought to you by Element T Electrolytes. I've been using this stuff for years, and what I've honestly found is that if I didn't have electrolytes before some kind of cardio, and sometimes even before workouts, that my workout performance, or definitely cardio performance, would suffer greatly. Um, Sodium is responsible for every single movement pretty much in your entire body. And let's say you drink a lot of caffeine, like I like to do, then um, maybe it is a good idea, like I do every single morning, um, put some LMNT chocolate electrolytes um, there in your coffee to get a little bit more sodium, potassium, and uh, magnesium in your coffee so that way whatever diuretic effect you get from the caffeine is pretty much diluted by the fact that you put chocolate salt in it. Um, also, it tastes really, really good. Get some uh, chocolate creamer, hazelnut creamer, even coconut. Uh, mix that all up it tastes really really good so uh yeah make sure you drop by go to drinklmnt.com slash in liberty and health and uh pick you up some electrolytes today all right guys thanks if you look on my twitter there was a video where i said oh i think i'm just battling a wicked sinus infection but i still got my squats in so um Anyways, I'm at urgent care and they put me in the room and they say, all right, well, let's do all these checks in your ears. Let's do all this bullshit. And then uh, they're like, all right, well, we're going to test you for strep and we're going to test you for COVID. So they test me for those and the lady comes in and just does some more checks, checks my breathing and everything. And uh, the doctor finally comes in and says, oh, well, you tested positive for COVID again. I was like, oh, no shit. And I don't think all of this was COVID. Maybe it was. But um, I, I don't know. We're going to review some studies and some common symptoms here in a little bit. But uh, so yeah, he said I tested positive for COVID. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, he's like, well, when were your first symptoms? I said uh, last Saturday I had the chills and throughout the week I was feeling a little iffy. He's like, all right, well, you're supposed to isolate because you're not vaccinated um, from for 10 days from the onset of symptoms, which still just seems absolutely ridiculous to me. So he's like, all right, well, then this Friday will be 10 days since your first symptoms. I was like, all right. So he had me a slip and said, all right, well, this is your slip to not go to work, essentially. So I sent my boss and he said, all right, well, you can, uh, we can't have you back because it's what your doctor said. And I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of dumb because I would just go back to work if I felt fine. Like people can get over it. So I uh, stayed home all last week, went to work on Saturday, and now I'm obviously back to work again. And I'm still a little congested, but I, I got to say that actually... COVID the second time around was a lot more rough on me than it was the first time around, which is um, 
very surprising because it seems like for most people, the second time they got it really wasn't that big of a deal. Um, I have to disagree, um, at least in my personal experience. Now, obviously, I don't have data to back this up or anything to really support. This is just my experience. So uh, Sunday felt pretty horrible. Uh, Monday, I was I got the chills again real, real, real bad. And uh, then Tuesday still felt kind of eh, but like most of the way there, Wednesday, pretty much I would say like 80%. And then uh, Thursday, Friday, I would say like 90, 95%. Um, I'm still not 100% just because all this shit in my sinuses. Um, I'm sure people could probably tell I'm a little bit plugged up, but uh, it, it is driving me nuts. I just wish this would go away because I would feel normal then. Um, I did have a sore throat for most of the time, which um, seems to be pretty common amongst people who get covid and uh, yeah, so um, those are my two experiences with COVID. Um, I- I'm a younger, healthy guy. Um, everybody sees my workouts. I take my multivitamins and vitamin D. Yeah, I work out regularly. I'm not obese or anything like that. Um, and the second time was rough. It-, it sucked. The first time I didn't even think it was like a thing at all. But uh, yeah, definitely this uh, most recent go around with it sucked. I, I can't lie. Um, I still don't think it's worth shutting down the country or forcing people to get certain treatments for it. But uh, yeah, it, it sucked. So um, let's uh, kind of roll through what other people's common, common symptoms are. And uh, we'll just kind of shoot the shit from there. Where the heck is this? There we go. We're going to share screen. Uh, exit out of this. So, um, from Wisconsin.gov, uh, COVID-19 symptoms of illness. People with COVID-19 can experience a range of symptoms. Most people have mild symptoms and are able to recover at home. Some may have severe symptoms that lead to hospitalization or death. Um, you may have COVID-19 symptoms if you have any of these symptoms. My bad, I read that incorrectly. Um, cough, new onset or worsening of chronic cough, shortness of breath, fever or chills, sore throat, congestion or runny nose, muscle or body aches, headache, new loss of taste or smell. Not everyone with COVID has these symptoms. For many symptoms are mild with no fever. Some people may also experience fatigue, gastrointestinal symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain. You can still spread um, the virus to others, even if you have mild or no symptoms. Um, I want to say if you go back to the podcast I did with Rob Goodwin and Rob Wolf, we kind of covered asymptomatic spread, maybe not, but uh Pretty much, if you look up asymptomatic spread, I think even the CDC said it's incredibly rare. And then there was a contact tracing study done by the University of East Anglia where they said it was like less than, I want to say, 130 people who spread the virus asymptomatically have like 10 million that they contact trace. So um, incredibly low. Jay Bhattacharya um, out of the University of Stanford, same deal. I think he said uh, asymptomatic spread in a household accounts for seven out of every 1000, um, cases. And then symptomatic is like uh, 17 out of every 1000. I may be butchering that, but, um, yeah, I w I would trust him on that. So, um, I definitely had not like a bad cough, but just more coughing than I usually do. Cause I don't really cough. I don't smoke or anything like that. Um, some shortness of breath, but I believe that was just mostly because of congestion, fever, chills. I had that. I had the sore throat, congestion, runny nose, definitely had that. Muscle or body aches. Um, I definitely had body aches. It kind of felt like I had something like stabbing me in the lower part of my neck and a little bit of uh, lower back, just like tension throughout um, the beginning part of last week. Uh, headache, 
a little bit. I, I, I couldn't really separate that from like sinus pressure and sinus pain from uh you know an overall headache and uh the new loss of taste or smell my smell and taste aren't quite as sharp and weren't quite as sharp as they normally are but i could still like smell stuff over here and there and uh the taste stuff was kind of iffy so um let's go to the cdc and see what they say about symptoms people with covid have a wide range of symptoms reported ranging from mild symptoms to severe illness symptoms may appear two to 14 days after exposure to the virus and anyone can have mild to severe symptoms possible symptoms fevers or chills cough shortness of breath or difficulty breathing fatigue muscle or body aches headache new loss of taste or smell sore throat congestion nausea or vomiting diarrhea um to be completely honest with you, um, I don't know anybody off the top of my head other than maybe myself that had diarrhea from COVID. I don't know if that's necessarily a side effect. I just couldn't tell you. So um, that's from the CDC and what they say. Take that with a grain of salt. Your results may vary. Your mileage may vary. Blah, 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 blah. Now, this is from today.com, and they're talking about long COVID, which um, is really, really difficult to pin down. And it's a really slippery kind of snake, in my opinion, because um, to me, it seems like the people who got the treatment seem to uh, have COVID more <laughs> and more often than people who did not get it, which is uh, convenient. But um uh, Co long COVID just seems to be this ambiguous thing that encapsulates fatigue or anything that you may feel afterwards. So um, I don't want to berate this article too much, despite the plethora of symptoms reported by patients with long COVID. A new study points to just seven that are unique to the illness. However, some long COVID researchers and doctors who have treated the disease believe this list is far from comprehensive. Um, they analyzed data from the electronic health records from more than 17,000 patients diagnosed with COVID before April of 2022 and more than 17,000 patients diagnosed with a different respiratory virus between March 1st of 2020 and April 1st of 2021 and 15,694 people with no virus diagnosis, but who sought health care between 2020 and 2022. Researchers have concluded that some symptoms typically associated with long covid do not appear more often after a COVID infection than they do with other respiratory viruses, according to the report published in the Open Forum for Infectious Diseases. Uh, compared to other viral respiratory illnesses, long COVID was most strongly associated with heart palpitations, fast beating, fluttering, or pounding, hair loss, fatigue, chest pain, uh, dyspnea, if I'm saying that correctly, difficulty breathing, that is, joint pain, and obesity in the post-infectious period um i just kind of want to expand on this heart palpitations uh i think everybody knows what that thought is and what the origin of that could be and i'm guessing that's more in a certain population that made a certain choice that a certain population decided not to hair loss um i've literally heard of nobody losing hair after covid um maybe it's stress um <laughs> i lost hair over the last three years but that's just because i'm getting older and i think that's what my genetics predispose me to um fatigue that's so ambiguous because um people have shitty diets they're obese they already don't 
resistance train sleep well they drink too much caffeine maybe they're crashing from the caffeine maybe they're uh you know lacking in vitamin d there's so many different things that could cause fatigue that that's just so like unclear it's so vague um chest pain maybe uh that could be the certain other thing that i'll get a strike for if i say um dyspnea difficulty breathing um there are people who got covid and had lung damage from uh covid so i mean that's totally possible um i don't think that's a majority of people um i think i heard the number somewhere where they said like one in ten people or like one in four people had long covid um it, it just seems so like i said so vague and like they have this wide definition of it so they can include all these things into it joint pain once again if people are obese um and in already an inflammatory state as in obese and and um you know insulin resistant then maybe that joint pain's just there because you have so much weight on your joints and you're not training or walking or doing anything to alleviate that joint pain and obesity in the post-infectious period so i kind of want to expand on this one the most to be uh completely honest with you so um Obesity in the post-infectious period could actually be a legit thing because of reduced energy expenditure due to fatigue, due to um, loss of appetite and people just over-consuming. Um, loss of appetite would probably cause you to eat less, but um, you know, if you're not being as active and then you're going to gain weight if you continue to just eat the way that you did and while maintaining your weight. So uh, could that be a thing of long COVID? Yeah, but, oh, excuse me. Um, I don't think that's because of COVID. I think that's just overall lifestyle. Um, the hope is that this research will help patients and their doctors to more easily recognize long COVID. Study co-author Dr. Adnan Kreshi, a uh, neurologist at the University of Missouri Healthcare tells today.com the research may help healthcare providers know what they should be screening for. Um, we thought once you survive the acute infection, infection, then everything would be over. He explains how the survival has improved a lot. It's quite apparent that this is not a one-time thing for many. Um, I would mostly agree with that. Um, Dr. Lawrence Papira, director of Columbia University Irving Medical Center's Long COVID Clinic, tells today.com that the main strength of the new study is the number of patients it includes, but he adds that the study missed some of the cardinal symptoms of long COVID, aka post-COVID syndrome, most likely due to the underlying data. Chief amongst these systems are brain fog, incredibly ambiguous, disabling fatigue, what does that even mean, and dysfunction of the autonomic nervous system, which controls the subconscious bodily functions such as breathing, heart rate, and blood pressure. Um, I never heard of that. And that's not to say that it's not happening, but ugh, I haven't heard of it. The dysfunction of the autonomic nervous system explains why some patients' hearts, heart rate skyrocket after climbing two or three steps. And that the symptoms may be what the authors of the new study are listing as heart palpitations, Papira says. But there are numerous issues with using electronic medical records to make conclusions about long COVID data. Um... I don't want to expand upon this much more. This will be in the show notes. If you guys want to check it out, feel free to do that. Definitely interesting. So um, we're going to go to PubMed and NCBI, just kind of uh, review all this stuff and kind of talk about what they see the most common symptoms are. So this was published in 2020 of September, 
September of 2020. Jeez, sorry, guys. Um, COVID-19 is emerging infectious disease. A study about features of this infection could be very helpful in better knowledge about this infectious disease. A current systematic review and meta-analysis were aimed to estimate the prevalence of clinical symptoms of COVID-19 and a systematic review and meta-analysis. A systematic review using Medline, PubMed, Scopus, oh, apologies, and Google Scholar has been conducted in the current systematic review meta-analysis. The article is published in the period of January 1st, 2020 to April 2nd, 2020, written in English and reporting clinical symptoms of COVID was reviewed to assess the presence of heterogeneity, the Cochrane's Q-statistic I2 index, and the tau-squared tests were used because significant heterogeneity between the studies ran an effects model with 95% CI was used to calculate a pool of estimate, estimation of each symptom prevalence. Um, so the results, um, the most common symptoms for COVID-19 patients include a fever in 81.2% of people, a cough in 58.5%, fatigue in 38.5%, dyspnea 26.1%, um, and the sputum 25.8%. Based on the meta-regression results, the sample size used in different studies did not have significant effect on the final estimate value. Um, so obviously I'm not going to read this whole study. We'll just look at that. That will be in the show notes. If you guys want to dig a little more, um, I did read this one here and we'll review this and then close it out. And, um, I'm curious everybody else's thoughts. So hopefully you guys jump in the comments and let me know how it was like for you. Um, in December, 2019, a novel coronavirus named severe acute respiratory syndrome, coronavirus two, SARS-CoV-2 or 2019 NCOV with unknown origin spread in Hubei province of China. The epidemic disease caused by SARS-CoV-2 called coronavirus, COVID-19. Um, the presence of COVID-19 was manifested by several symptoms ranging from asymptomatic and mild symptoms to severe illness and death. The viral infection expanded internationally and the WHO announced a public health emergency of international concern. To quickly diagnose and control such a highly infectious disease, suspicious individuals were isolated and diagnostic treatment procedures were developed through patients epidemiological and clinical data early in the COVID-19 outbreak WHO invited hundreds of researchers from around the world to develop a rapid quality diagnosis treatment and vaccines but so far no specific antiviral um, treatment or vaccine has been approved by the FDA uh highlight this real quick I just want to see when this was published uh august 4th of 2020 interesting um at present COVID 19 is managed by available antiviral drugs to improve symptoms and in severe cases supportive care including oxygen and mechanical ventilation used for infected patients however due to the worldwide spread of COVID 19 has become a serious concern in the medical community according to the current data of, of who the number of infected dead cases increased from 8 million uh, and 461,715, respectively. Um, that's from December 2019 to June 2020. Given the high mortality rate and economic damage to various communities to date, great effort must be made to produce uh, successful drugs and vaccines against 2019 NCOV infection. For this reason, first of all, the characteristics of the virus, its pathogenicity, and its infectious pathways must be well known. That's the main purpose of this review is to provide an overview of this epidemic disease based on the current evidence. Okay, so we're going to go down to the conclusions. This study is actually pretty interesting. Uh, I wanted to stop here. Uh, back in late 2019 and early 2020, the common symptoms were cough, fever, fatigue, body aches, and shortness of breath. Um, 
The severe disease was pneumonia, coughing up blood, leukopenia, kidney failure, um, protein or blood in the urine. Uh, uncommon symptoms, headache, nasal congestion, loss of taste or smell, coughing up sputum, um, trouble breathing, pain in joints or muscles, chills, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. Um, pretty interesting how these uncommon symptoms all of a sudden became common symptoms. Um, just thinking about that there. So uh, the conclusions, 2019 COVID exists in respiratory, fecal, and blood samples of COVID-19 patients. However, the main route of transmission is through inhalation of respiratory droplets or contact with contaminated fomites due to the persistence of the virus on surfaces. Um, I think we pretty much mostly know that the virus hardly does live on surfaces at this point. Um, although many treatments have been proposed, there are currently no specific options for treating COVID-19 or preventing 2019 and COVID infection like influenza. The prevalence of COVID-19 is expected to decrease as the weather warms up in the summer and the 2019 COVID infection is predicted to start again with a gradual cooling of the air in the fall. Unfortunately, it is not yet possible to say that improved people from COVID-19 are resistant or susceptible from the uh, to the second infection due to the high rate of mortality and economic damage to various communities to date a significant attempt should be made to pr produce successful drugs and vaccines against 2019 covid or covid 19 however in the absence of vaccines and antivirals the most important way to control the disease amongst the populations is regular hand washing the use of disinfectants and the prevention of contact with the face and mouth after interacting with the infected environment Okay, so it's kind of interesting looking at that um, three years, Jesus, um, from pretty much when we were living through all that. All right, everybody, we're going to take a little break from the show real quick to tell you about the show's sponsors. I am now working with the great Stephen Fox to bring you Fox and Sons coffee. As you can see, I got two bags right here, or for those listening, I was holding two bags. Um, it is organically roasted up in Michigan. If you're a caffeine addict, much like myself, um, then head over to foxandsonscoffee.com to get yourself some of their fantastic coffee. They got a light roast, which I'm holding in my hand. Um, they have the Electric Boogaloo Blend, which is fantastic as well. I just had it this morning. And if you're like me, you like dark roast coffee, which kicks you right in the freaking face first thing in the morning. Um, they have that for you as well. So head over to foxandsonscoffee.com. Use code Kyle, K-Y-L-E, to get yourself a little discount. Let them know that I sent you. And um, get yourself caffeinated, get jacked and tan, and do what you got to do. All right, guys, back to the podcast. Thanks. So, um, once again, I just want to make my position clear that despite the fact that this second time with COVID was pretty rough, um, I would never, ever support locking people in their home. I would never, ever support making people get a certain treatment that um, they do not want to voluntarily take, um, especially when the data is abundantly clear that for some people that this is harming them. Um, I would never be in favor of telling people that they can't go to work because of the air and a cold. Um, we were completely gaslit and the people who were responsible for making policy over the last three years have got it all completely wrong. And I'm no expert, but um, I remember posting a Facebook status in March of 2020 and saying that I'm not scared of the coronavirus. I'm still not scared of the coronavirus. Um, bring it on. I'll do it again. Um, humanity has overcome many, 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 many more difficult things than a cold. Um, if you guys are really that terrified of it, then um, just hide in your house and wait to die. I'm not trying to be rude, but, um, you know, the world is a beautiful place. Um, life is the greatest gift that we are given. 
and um, to shy away from the adventure that's been given to you and the opportunities that lay before you. Um, it, it's, it's sad. It's in my mind, absolutely insane. Don't do it. Um, go out there, live your life, be happy. And I think being happy and having good relationships and a good diet and a good exercise routine and a good sleep routine um, will greatly improve your chances of surviving this. Um, and that's, that's just abundantly clear to me. And I think by all the data, and even if you don't improve all that, you're still like, <laughs> have like a 90 to 99% chance of surviving. So um, I don't know. Uh, I'm curious about everyone else's experience, how many times they had it, if they decide to get the treatment or not, or what, um, please jump in the comments below um subscribe like share um reach out to me on twitter at k matovic k-m-a-t-o-v-c-i-k-7 and k-y-l-e-m-a-t-o-v-c-i-k um as of recording this i'm suspended and by the time this airs i suspect i'll still be suspended on my main account so um yeah check my link tree check everywhere else make sure you go check out the show's awesome uh sponsors we got the machine fuel bcaas through tiger fitness and the world's best electrolytes lmnt as you can see right here and obviously fox and sons coffee as well who just uh stephen fox just makes the most awesome freaking coffee in the world um i drank the electric boogaloo this morning ground some up last night and uh absolutely fantastic just a uh awesome experience and he's just the coolest dude ever and has a great taste in music too so um yeah guys make sure you go check out all the sponsors um i hope this was informative and um i hope you guys just came away a little bit better informed and kind of have an idea of what it was like for me at least and then you know maybe you had a similar experience so um i know this was kind of like aimless and not really anything like huge but um i just figured i'd put that out there so um yeah guys like subscribe and share and um until next time take care